Hey everybody, welcome to the Fusion Students Podcast. If you have any questions or want to get connected with us, you can check us out on social media at Fusion Students KPT. Enjoy today's message. So in your schools, how many of you have those people that you feel like, man, they, they stand up for what they believe in? Do you, do you see people that just stand up for what they believe in? You're like, man, that person. They really got it going on. Yeah? How many of you, you don't have to say yes or no, but how many of you would say, yeah, I mean, that's me. So I stand up for what I think, and I really know. I really know what I'm talking about, and, and like I stand firm for Jesus. Anybody? Anybody stand firm for something else? Like maybe the environment, stuff like that? You're like, man, I'm all up in this. I'm going to post every video regardless if it's true or not. Like, yeah, look, that's a turtle. That's a turtle, and he's got a straw in his nose. Save the world. Anybody? You, most people stand for something, right? I mean, we have people that care so much about the environment, which is great. I'm not making fun of it. But, like, we've, we've switched in some places. You drink out of a paper straw, and it lasts for, like, two sips. But it's good for the environment, right? So you're standing for something. Right now, the, uh, the uh, rainforest is on fire, and people are trying to raise money to help put it out because the rainforest is important. A lot of great things happen from the rainforest, and, and they're standing for that. You with me? There's a lot of causes that we can get behind. I'm going to trip. This, this stage is getting more crowded than the last time I was up here. I'm going to trip. So there's all these causes that we can all stand up and we can say, I'm pro this, I'm anti that, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm for the environment, I believe in global warming, I don't believe in global warming, etc. Do you see where I'm going? So I think if we all look into our lives, we have stuff that we believe passionately about. How passionately do you believe in God? Do you believe in Jesus? How passionately are you willing to stand up for that? Are you, is it as easy for you to post a video about Save the Turtles as it would be, hey, this is my God? And again, I'm not making fun of any other issue. and I'm not belittling it if, if it's something that you love. I'm just trying to prove a point. Because even I have stuff that, like, I, I'm just one of those weird people that, for whatever reason, I love politics. I love having conversations with people that disagree with me about politics. And so, like, I have, I have firm places that I hold a position on, and I have reasons why. And I like talking to people that have firm positions on the other side, and they have reasons why. But if I have more valid points as to why I vote a certain way, as to why I'm willing to stand firm in my beliefs, we've got a problem. Because first and foremost, we need to be knowing who God is, who Jesus is, and we need to be standing for what he tells us to stand for. All the other stuff is just secondary awesomeness that we want to stand behind and be like, yeah, I'm for this, I'm anti that, I'm etc. Because there's, there's a ton of positions that we can hold. And if you look at the climate right now, the reason that one side hates the other side. Like we don't even have, we don't even have like polite conversations with each other across the aisle anymore politically. Why? Because we've, we've gotten so, like so into the fact that 
I'm on this position and that person is evil that doesn't agree with me, that we forget that they're also people and that they're, they're trying to do the right thing as well. So this is just a side note. No matter where you fall, don't take a lesson from the culture. Don't take a lesson to where if you believe a certain thing, then the person that, degree, that disagrees with you is an evil person that wants to kill you. Don't celebrate when something bad happens to them. Because you're not going to find anything like that in Scripture. Hey, could y'all go ask them to, I think they're believing now. Um, so that's just an important side note. Stand for stuff. Know why you stand for stuff. But don't hate the other person that doesn't agree with you. Are you with me? Everybody just nod and say you're with me. Because that, that kind of makes me sick right now in our culture. Because there's good ideas everywhere, but we never get the good ideas. Did anybody else hear that? It's like a chainsaw back here. Um, but we never get to those good ideas if we don't stop and just listen to the other side. You with me? That's enough. That's enough on that. We're going to talk about standing firm in your faith. And I hope you enjoyed my little rabbit trail and just wanted to say that. So, your life tells a story. How many think your life tells a story? My life tells a story. So, what tells the louder story? The words you say or your actions? Actions. Words are powerful, but it's more powerful the way you choose to live your life. It's powerful if you say, I'm a Christian, I go to Harvest Community Church, I'm part of Fusion Youth Group, and, you know, we have a blast, and, and I love Jesus. It's more powerful if you don't post junk on Instagram. It's more powerful if you build people up. It's more powerful if you're not tearing other people down um, based off how they look, how they act. It's more powerful if you live your life glorifying God. So this is not the grave-trending life that is lived every day with the end in mind. It's not like, oh, how am I going to, when I die, you know, I hope everybody has nice things to say about me. I'm talking about something a little bit bigger. I'm talking about something called a legacy. Um, a few few weeks ago, there was, a, there was a lady that passed away. She had a whole lot of heart issues, um, and, and she fought long and hard and many years. But the cool thing about QB was her condition never rubbed off on, on her life. She never became bitter, never became angry. She was always happy. She was always trying to build other people up, always trying to uh, give the gift of Jesus. Even in, her, even in her deathbed, when nurses would come in, she's struggling to breathe, and she would ask, do you know my Jesus? That's how you become someone who stands firm in your faith, that's how you become someone who's going to leave a legacy. When we had her celebration of life service, um, if you could imagine, every single seat was filled in our worship center. We even moved chairs so that you could have standing room only. The entire lobby was packed full of people. There were people going down the hallways. There were people in our overflow room going down the hallways. That many people don't show up to your celebration of life service or your funeral, if you're not living a life that's saying, I'm living to leave a legacy that you matter more, that you matter to God, that I want 
my life to overflow and spill out to others. So that's what we're going to be talking about the next next three weeks. Even when others threaten to tell you, tear you down, God says to stand up. So I went on a couple mission trips, and I think I, I think I mentioned this story a long, long time ago, so some of you might not have heard it. Uh, we went down to New Orleans um, for a mission trip after Katrina, and I was a youth intern. I was about the same age that Lauren was um, this year who hung out with you this summer, and we went down, and one of our missions was to go door-to-door and just say, hey, you know, we're part of uh, Beulah Church. We're helping to clean up uh, uh, the church down the road. want to know if you have any needs, like, uh, and we were supposed to tell them about Jesus. So the first couple, like, I was doing to kind of show everybody how it was done, I would introduce myself, and it sounds like a frog trying to play a trumpet. Um They must be working on something downstairs. Um, They're doing stuff downstairs. Excellent. Okay, now that we know what it is, it won't distract us anymore, right? This is the horn of God calling us home. Uh, Okay, so what was I saying? So we're going door to door, and so I did the first couple, and the first few that we knocked on was like very happy to see us. Oh, yeah, we really need y'all down here. And in the Bible Belt, we don't get a whole lot of uh, we don't get a whole lot of people that hate us. We don't get a whole lot of people that say, oh, no, I don't like you Christians. Because most people here in the Bible Belt, even if they're not Christians, they're going to be like, yeah, I believe in God. I go to church every every Easter. You know, you, I mean, this is the Bible Belt we grew up in. So this was kind of a first for me. Knocked on the door. Who are you? He wouldn't even open the door. And I was kind of terrified of this house. Like, it just felt like, it felt like something bad was going to happen. Like, I was going to get shot, something like that. And I was like, well, sir, I'm Aaron Stroud. Told him what we were doing. And he said a few choice words back to me. Uh, get out of here. We don't want you here. And he spit at us. And so I was like, well, I don't know how to take that. That's never happened to me. And I'm supposed to, like, kind of help these, like, middle school kids understand what just happened. And I'm like, well, I don't know how to do that. So I went back and asked my, my youth leaders, like, why, did, why does this guy hate us? And uh, so he kind of, he walked through the verse with me that's like, Jesus said, we will be persecuted. We, if we, if we stand for him, people will hate us because they first hated him. And that was the very first time that I really had seen that. You know, I got made fun of in high school, but I was also kind of, kind of cool. Like I was on the football team. I was kind of the nerd that was the cool nerd. I don't know if you've got any of them at your school or if you are one, but like you're the nerd that can kind of fit in with the football team, the wrestling team, and and like the cool kids tolerate you, but you're not really in their friend group. But like the 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 ones that don't really have any friends, like you're like their best friend. So that was kind of my high school range. I just kind of fit in with everybody. So and I was huge. So being huge helps. Um. Anyway. So Stephen. Anybody know who Stephen is, if I mention Stephen? Stephen from Acts, Acts the Bible. You might have heard of him as maybe the, the like, first deacon. Anybody know what a deacon is? Yeah, cool. Okay, so Stephen, I'm going to read you a paraphrased um, little thing from Acts 6, because uh, there's a lot of verses, so I'm not going to read it all. So he was a man full of grace, faith, power, and the Holy Spirit. He did great wonders and miraculous signs among the people. Some men began to argue with Stephen, but they could not stand up against his wisdom or the spirit by 
whom he spoke. They seized Stephen and brought him before the courts. They produced false witnesses who lied about things he supposedly said. All who were sitting in the courtroom looked intently at Stephen, and they saw his face. It was like the face of an angel. Then the high priest asked him, are these charges true? So here you've got a guy that's following God after all of, all of his heart. Everything he can, he's pouring into him. He's, he's getting visions. like he's just, He seems like this happy fellow, you know, like this great, great guy. He was called by a purpose. And so what we often forget is just like Stephen, just like all these characters that we read in the Bible, you too are called to a higher purpose. Sometimes we get that purpose early in life. Sometimes it's later. But just like QB's purpose, we might not have ever, she might not have never been famous. But you know what? At the end of QB's life, there were 700 plus people that she had impacted in a way that they decided on a hot Friday night while it was storming to come to her celebration of life. So no matter what level of impact you have, it could be hundreds of people, it could be thousands. You know, you might become Instagram famous and get like a couple million followers. What are you going to feed those Instagram followers? Tracking with me? Oh, man, I just said a bud line. Are you with me? Are you following me? <laughs> All right. So Stephen's decision to be sold out came before he was unpopular. Did you catch that? Stephen, he didn't say, oh, man, everybody hates me now, so I'm going to stand firm because everybody hates me. No, nah, his decision was made before everybody hated him. His decision was made when everybody loved him. Another thing about Stephen, he decided to stand for Jesus well before anybody disagreed with him. already said that. Because of his decision, he was filled with power, grace, and faith by the Holy Spirit. You will get those things when you need to take a stand. You get them before you can take the stand. So 1 Corinthians 15, 54 through 58, Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that work for Jesus moons mountains. So there will be persecution. Plan on it. There will be people who disagree with you. Plan on that. And there will be people who hate you. Plan on it. And then here's the best part. You ready for the best part? So all those things don't matter. So get over it. You're going to offend people if you stand for Jesus. People will hate you. People will want to hurt you probably. Maybe. We'll see. Who cares? Because if you truly believe that you're standing for the ultimate God, the, the Jesus came and saved you, that died for you, then what does it matter if some people are mean to you? Because your ultimate goal is not just earthly. Yeah, you'll have some earthly awesomeness down here. You know, you might get a great job, make some money, get a lake house, buy a boat. If you do, invite me. I want to come play. Um, but... You're also working on your heavenly rewards. You're also working so that when you get to heaven, that God will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And so that you get to, there was a neat illustration that was said that there's all this, all this garbage mixed in with, with treasure that you've accumulated throughout your entire life. 
the garbage would be the sin, all the, all the bad stuff maybe you said, stuff that doesn't matter. Mixed in with that is all the gold, the treasure that, that you've done in your life. And, and while, you're, while, you're on the, while you're on trial, picture yourself in a courtroom, you're on trial, and all of a sudden you, you look up and Jesus says, he's mine, well done. And then all of a sudden, this pile catches on fire. And all the garbage is burned up. And all that's left is the treasure that you built up. And then what you get to do with that treasure is go lay it at the feet of Jesus. It's a pretty neat goal, right? Serving Jesus is not about chasing a spiritual high. It's about taking a spiritual stand. So if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Have you ever heard that? Man, I'm running out of time. So if you don't stand for Jesus, you'll fall for anything. There's a whole lot of stuff out there. And Bud kind of touched on it this morning. Like, there are people that will just walk up and say, well, the Bible's been disproven by science. So what do you have to say about that? So if you've never taken a stand for for God and you've never said, you know what, I want to learn. I want to learn how to how to be a Christian, like, what does this mean? Like, you'll never be able to say, well, actually, you know, the Bible's never been disproven by science. Even Stephen Hawking, you know, said, well, you know, the Bible hasn't been disproven. Other other great atheist scientists have actually backed that up too. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, you've got a whole new ball game. But just because you knew that little piece of detail, your faith wasn't shattered. You with me? Y'all look kind of bored and happy all at the same time, so I'm not really sure what's going on. I am not going to finish this today. All right. Well, I will finish it today. Hang on. Stay with me. Three more minutes. I'm done. So Stephen knew that persecution was coming, and he knew that if he opened his mouth, he would be put to death. So the only way to keep rocks from being thrown at you is to not to stand up, but then your life is spent hiding from your destiny, and that's worse than any rock. Stephen was stoned to death. Stoned to death for loving God, for standing for God. And I want you to listen to this. I think this is paraphrased too. Maybe not. No, it's not. Um, when, When they asked him, are these charges against you true? What would most people think? to say, no, they're not true. This is actually who I am. I didn't say any of that. I'm really sorry. Stephen goes on, and he starts preaching a sermon. And here's what he said at the very end of this sermon. Stay with me, just two more minutes. You stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears, you are just like your fathers. You will always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your fathers did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. You who have received the law that was put into effect through angels, but have not obeyed it. When they heard this, they were so furious, they garnished, gashed, they they put their teeth together at him. But Stephen, 
full of the Holy Spirit, looked up at heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heavens opening and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this time, they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out onto the city and began to stone him. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. They fell on his knees and he cried out, Lord, do not hold the sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep and died. Just a couple things that I want to take away from that. Number one, the most interesting thing about this passage is what Stephen said about Jesus. What was Jesus doing? He was standing. He was standing at the right hand of God. Everywhere else in the Bible, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure everywhere else in the Bible, Jesus is seated the right hand of God. So, Jesus usually sits at God's right hand, but one of his saints, when one of his saints dies for him, he stands. Is that not cool? Because it gets even cooler. When a king stands in his throne room, what does everybody else do? Stands. Close. So, when Stephen was being martyred, our king stood, everybody else stood, and welcomed the saint home. Is that not neat? I thought it was neat. So when you stand up for Christ, nothing can stand against you because Jesus stands for you. Perfect time to stand for Jesus? What is the perfect time to stand for Jesus? It's really easy. You're going to hate yourself because you didn't get it right. Every time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so always stand for Jesus. So here's, here's what I want you to do. I want you to evaluate your life because let's put some practicality in this, okay? So think about what you do in your daily life at school, your home, maybe your job, people you hang out with, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever other social media thing y'all have invented now, TikTok. Um, <laughs> How are you living your life on there? How are you living your life at school? Are you standing firm? Are you leading people astray? Are you being like QB? Are you, are you pouring your light into everybody you come in contact with? Or are you spreading darkness? Because it's very easy. There's one or two things that you do in this world. You spread darkness, you spread good. You spread light. You spread Jesus, you spread the world. You with me? Everybody give me a thumbs up. All right. Cool. So, a couple minutes over. We're not going to do prayer requests today. Um, but I would like to, I just would like to throw this out there again. If you've, if you've never chosen to follow Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you can't technically stand firm for him. So, I also want you, next week we're going to do, and I'll probably do like a, a formal raise your hand. I'm not going to embarrass you, so don't like be like, Dad, I can't go Sunday because Aaron's going to embarrass me. I'm never going to embarrass you, okay? So just knock that out of your head already. Uh, but I might, I might give you more of an opportunity. But uh, begin to evaluate. And if you want to talk to one of us adults today, we'll be happy to talk to you and show you how you can become a, a Christ follower, a Christian, make God Lord of your life. Um, but evaluate that, whether or not you are, 
whether or not that you've made Jesus Lord of your life. Number two, if you're like, yep, Jesus is Lord of my life, I want you to evaluate if you're standing firm. Sound good? All right, let's pray. God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to just come here and, and God, just uh, have some fun, eat some sugar, and uh, worship, and, and just kind of look into Stephen. God, and God, just uh, I thank you for his example. And God, just uh, I ask that you just be with each student here today, God, that if they don't know you, God, that you'll just impress on their hearts um, just to, just to come, come to you, God. Lord, I pray that you be with each one of them as they go to school, as they, as they do their life, God, that you'll just challenge them and give them opportunities to stand firm in you. God, that you'll give, give them boldness, that you'll give them uh, authority. And God, I so thank you for each of them. I thank you for the opportunity to just uh, have them in my family. And God, just uh, pray that you just give them a fantastic week. Lord, I just pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. If you've enjoyed listening, be sure to hit the subscribe button and rate and review the podcast. And hey, 6th through 12th graders, if you'd like to come hang out with us, we're at Harvest Community Church every Sunday morning at 1130. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you again next week.